All right, I want to remind everyone our football launch party this year will be on Thursday night, August the 17th from 5 to 9 p.m. Central Time. We will uh, broadcast live that day from Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. About 12 minutes uh, from downtown, 12 to 15 minutes from downtown Des Moines. Uh, Destination Grill, you hear us talk about them. John Ann Granillo and Eduardo, Mark Hanrahan, Kurt Mom and the gang. So they will host us. Uh, that is also during the Iowa State Fair, so it's going to be a crazy time of year. But our football launch party coming up on Thursday night, August the 17th. So, uh, stay tuned. We'll be giving you all the details, tell you who we're going to get to speak that night. We'll be talking fantasy football. We'll be previewing Big Ten, Big 12, college football at large, some NFL talk. It'll be a good night. We'll have some special guests on the radio program as well. Charlie Gibbons, our co-host on uh, college football or football. Uh, the fifth quarter takeover, which is coming this fall to Sports Byline Broadcast. So we look forward to it. Let's get Don Antonacio. You know, I she just got back from Colorado. She's back in New York. And I figured, you know, when we get her back on, I can't wait to hear how her and her husband, they flew out to Colorado, no delays, no cancellations. Everything was perfect. And then the return trip to, you know, to New York from Denver, it'd be smooth sailing, no delays. You don't talk to anybody these days that travels without some kind of travelogue and some nightmare. Let's get her in here. Don, what's going on? Don, <laughs> how are you? You survived um, it. I did. We we survived it. And uh, it, it's true what we hear on the news about all these delays due to overscheduling of flights and pilot shortages. So we were at the airport for 12 hours. If you ever told me that someone was at the oh airport for half a day... I, I would feel bad for them, <laughs> but we were there and you know what? We were flexible, positive and calm and w- there were multiple delays and then a true cancellation and then reschedule. We were put on three different flights yesterday and we finally got home today. Crazy. And going it's, there was the same. Well, yeah, going there. I mean, you got scheduled, you had a morning flight and they moved it to night or was it the next day? I forgot what it was. Was it a night flight and they rescheduled you till morning? Is that how it went? You were correct. Uh, the first time it was a morning flight made to be evening. And, yeah. and then it was still delayed something like five hours once we were there. It, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you, uh, I don't want to belabor the point, but I, I want to know, how are they explaining this? And do you have a theory? Are, are the, are the, do you believe that the airlines are being truthful? Or why, why? Everyone I talk to does not have a smooth flight these days. I, I swear to God, I talk to people all the time, and everyone's got a story. So I don't want to belabor it. But do you feel like the airlines are being truthful or no? Not really. I think they're not telling you the information they know, like the, tr- the root cause, um, mm-hmm. they, they're not because they may say it's weather at one point, but then they'll say, uh, mechanical. They'll say, exactly. Or a lot of times it's, it's a pilot or, um, uh, crew being tired and they have to cancel it out of safety reasons. I'm glad I am not traveling right now because I know what I'd say. When they say it's mechanical, I'd say, I know it may be mechanical, but I know one thing that's not uh, misfiring mechanically, and that is you're jerking my chain and it's working really well because <laughs> I don't think they're being honest. But anyway, so you went to Colorado. I want to hear what happened. Did you go to the, did you go to the hotel the, where they uh, filmed the Stephen King movie? Uh, what was it? The Shining? <laughs> That's my favorite part. I wanted to jump to that part. I'm so glad. Go ahead. Let's we hear it. Did. I'm dying to hear this. 
Oh, what serendipity. Do you know they have these tours and there was only one ticket left for an evening, 10, 10 in the evening, very quiet and dark. And uh, my family was generous and said, you love you love this kind of stuff. Why don't you go? So I went by myself (laughs) while they toured the hotel on their own. It was uh, full of trivia and facts. And I love older historic buildings. And it was amazing to hear the history behind the hotel and the the differences of, you know, what you see in a book and what you see in a movie or, you know, Stephen King not really approving of the movie at all. <laughs> no kidding. Is that true, huh? It's true. He didn't like how the main character was portrayed because the main character is kind of like him and he's. You know, he's not this dangerous guy who went crazy while staying there. But it, it's a beautiful property. And uh, some, of the, some of the hotel was used in other films as well, like Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. And I heard very, something very interesting that Jim Carrey stayed in the room that Stephen King stayed in. And that's where there's the most paranormal activity. And I heard that Jim Carrey didn't last more than three hours and, no kidding. and he <laughs> he refused to film the second movie if they were gonna go going to go back that's, to that hotel. That's great. What's the name of the hotel and where is it in Colorado? It's called the Stanley Hotel and it's Stanley, in Estes right. Park. That is great. Estes Park. Estes wow. Park, yeah. That is awesome. That Don, that's a good job out of you. So Jim Carrey got there three hours later, he's like, I'm out of here. That's yes, awesome. He checked out and wouldn't really explain why, what he witnessed. By the way, a fun part at the hotel at the end, again, in the evening, it's very like quiet and kind of empty at night. We went through the maze. There's actually a maze in front with two entrances and you just kind of like run around it and try to get out. (laughs) Unbelievable. Hey, that's cool. All right. So what else did you do on this trip? This is great. I mean, this is your one of your summer sojourns. Uh, What else did you see? You know, what's really weird. I think you escaped. The, the oppressive heat that the whole country, and you're enduring it now in New York. I mean, we got it here in the Midwest today. We got a heat index up near 110 today. It's crazy. Did you guys escape the really bad, bad, bad heat? We did, although we had some couple of days in the 90s. Uh, one day we particularly felt it when we were walking through Boulder, Colorado. Uh, other than that, it was very pleasant. Pleasant what weather. was the, hi- the highlight? You said the Stanley in Estes Park. What else, uh, what else struck you? I mean, it's one of my favorite places to go. Colorado is so beautiful. It really and truly is. What, what stood out to you? Glenwood Springs. We went to a hotel and had a giant pool, two giant pools. And one, in the, uh, let me just say, one is 93 degrees. So it's walking into basically a giant hot tub but with ja- jets wow. and lounge, uh, like lounge chairs and fountains, very therapeutic. And you're surrounded by mountains, as you can imagine. Like you can't look to your right, left, or any which way without seeing a mountain. Yeah. So, w- were some of them snow capped or no? Yes. And that's amazing. That, that, that to me, one of the things that struck me one time was in Denver. And, you know, you're sitting there and it's the dead of summer and you're looking at mountains and you're thinking, how can there be snow up there? But, yeah, it's crazy. 
That is unbelievable. Now, let me ask you this. Photography, did you get into photography? Obviously, you're doing your radio podcast on this today, and I'm looking forward to going back and listening to this too. But um, photography, or how, how did you capture the essence of this trip? We captured it. There were three of us, so each of us were taking pictures and some videos. Mm-hmm. You know, this landscape almost looks fake when you look at it. It's it's unbelievable. The unique rock formations that we saw, animals such as elk and um, different sheep on the mountain. Um, we went to a place called Garden of Gods. The rock formations are, you know, very uh, unique. Those are the red rocks. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Pikes Peak Mountain. Uh, and ele- we reached an elevation over 14,000 feet above sea level. Your breathing is quite affected. Uh, I would even add chest pain to, to it. Really? Really? So you noticed it? Because I did one time, too. I was running around outside a football stadium. And I, you know, they call it Mile High Stadium at the time for a reason. And I'm telling you, I was short of breath. I could not believe it. I thought, ah, this is a myth. That's not going to affect me. It affected me. So you felt it too, huh? Uh, we felt it. And to back up, when we landed uh-huh. in Denver and uh, I was driving after that first airport, I uh, I felt a little off. And the next morning, yeah. I felt very nauseous. But I got it out of the way and I felt fine after that point. But I, I was sick, but it was very short-lived. Isn't that something? Yeah, some people do. Uh, it takes a period of adjustment. But you figured after about, what, 12, 14 hours, you felt better, huh? Oh, definitely. And we did that hot air balloon, right? I oh, don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. It was fine. It was oh, calm. Man. No fear. No fear of heights on that one. And we were 4,000 feet above the ground, and we were already at 6,000 feet above sea level. So we went up to 10,000 uh, feet in that air balloon. It was just amazing. <laughs> yeah, I did it out in Arizona, and I didn't like it. Uh, I was out there for a college football bowl game, Iowa State and Pittsburgh, and we, we did the hot air balloon. And I thought, you know, if this flame goes out, we're going down. I, I wasn't comfortable on that. I wasn't. So all in all, you got to, on a scale of one to five, five being the best, where do you put this Colorado sojourn, your summer sojourn to the Rocky Mountains? Where do you put it? Four and a half, five? Yes, between four and a half, five. Um, some standout moments, like you said, when you, let me, I, I want to be very positive about this, but realistic. One of the mountains, uh, driving up to like, say the Stanley area, it is, uh, we drove through, we had two options. We ended up going through the Rocky mountain state park mm-hmm. Two hour ride. Basically it's known as the highway in the sky, like a portion of the ride. You're going very slow. The, the speed limits literally change all the time, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35. You have to be so focused, and they should give you a, almost like a warning. There are so many portions that you're high up where there are no guardrails or Guard shoulders. Rails. I, was, I knew you were going to say that. My dad told me about that when my dad was alive. He had stepkids out in Colorado, and I, I've heard these stories, Don. I have heard. I, I'm sorry. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would not be able to handle it. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand. It's not this. for the faint of heart, and I really believe you should be warned. And it was, uh, I don't know. It, it was, it, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it's like that mind game. I had to do a lot of positive self talk on some of the scary roads. 
and that's crazy. That's it's very frightening. Yeah. It can be frightening if you let it. So I had to play um, mind games with myself and visualize to distract myself from thinking what could happen in the worst case scenario. Yeah. Well, you did, hey, you did well, and not only that, you knew the airlines, and I, I was amazed. I, I, you know, when you got delayed out of the get go, right out of the starting gate in New York at JFK, I thought, uh oh. This is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. She's getting the full wrath of the airlines, but your attitude was unbelievable. There's today's lesson. Attitude is altitude. You were going to <laughs> high altitude. You had a good attitude, and it worked out good. I'm proud of you. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm serious. All right, good job. We'll talk to you again on Friday. You'll be part of the weekend edition, too. we got Marshawn coming up. We're going to talk about that on Friday when more time allows. Thank you, Don. Excellent job out of you. Congrats on a great vacation. Good job. Thank you. Talk to you Friday. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. All right. Yes. And the Colorado Division of Tourism, I'm sure, is going to get a copy of this and be very happy uh, with Don and Orrin, who, her husband. They had a great trip out there. Good job out of them. All right. Good job out of the whole crew. I want to tell you again, remind you, on August 17th, it'll be our football launch party, Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. All the details right here on Sports Byline. We will uh, tell you all about it.